0: So, well, what's up? Here we are. Here we are. This big, blue, beautiful dot in the cosmos. Sure. I'm glad you're still with me. This is Haley's, like, weird uh, cult. Nope. Nope. Just I was saying it's a cult-y thing. Is it? It's a cult of me. Okay. I'm not preaching anything. Just an observation. Yet. But it nope. sounded like you're about to. Here we are. Here you are. Listening. Yep. Just had a weird moment where I'm like, someone is going to be listening to this. I mean, that's the whole point. Probably in their car. I'm in your car right now. Don't be creepy about it. I'm, that, I'm just, then they're not going to let you back in. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but it's just so weird. Like, when you're driving on a highway and you just, like, glance to the side, it's so weirdly personal looking into other people's cars. Yeah. But now we're we're in there with you. It's for some people, for some people. Other people, we're just in your brain <laughs> via earbuds. Why do you to make everything creepy, Haley? Always, <laughs> always. Because I uh, like sci-fi. Thanks for listening to us. <laughs> My name is Alexis, and I'm Haley, and I'm definitely not a yurk controller. Okay, and this is hysterical history. Definitely not an alien invader okay I mean you know you're about to protest too much so just keep it chill I mean that's what a human would do I mean fellow human oh my gosh so stupid (laughs) okay who wants to learn about a history thing everybody everybody here because that's why they come here That's that's why I come here Haley, do you know anything about Olive Oatman? Uh, It sounds like a kind of bread, but um, like the Calmada olive bread that you can get at Safeway. Sure. Um, And you eat it, and you like, your breath smells like spoken word poetry for a little bit, because it's like so whole grain. Mm. Is that what it is? No. Hmm. I'm surprised. <laughs> Olive Oatman is a woman. Mm. Or was a woman. She's dead. She was a woman. Yeah. Now, now she's she's she is Adams. It's true. Um, and here's a picture of her. Cool. And I will, uh, I will include this picture with our sources. Um, she's freaking metal. She, <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't trying to be. <laughs> Um, so the picture I'm going to describe, though, briefly, is like a very like um, classic uh, 19th century dress. Uh, it's pretty understated. You know, it's high, high neck um, all the way to her wrist sleeves. I'm sure her skirt is down to the ground. She's sitting, um, and her hair is, like, curled and done. She doesn't have, like, a lot of expression on her face because, you know, they didn't do a lot of that then. But uh she's got a very distinct feature of her face which is she has a face tattoo specifically she has this chin tattoo um is blue you can't tell from the photo but it's blue um and it's got uh, five lines on her chin and then on each side there are two points it's supposed to be a cactus it looks like a cactus the most metal people don't try to be metal no, it's it's not something she enjoyed. Um but so now we're gonna go back in time a little bit. So that's what we're talking about today, Olive Oatman. I thought we were talking about no, never mind. Okay. Okay. I got confused with the episode that's going up today and the one that we're talking about now. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I thought we were talking about Jackson and Calhoun. I'm like, nope, already did that. We already did it. We did that. I'm glad that. you remember my episode so well. Nope. Nope. So in eighteen fifty one The Oatman family. Um, The Oatmans? The Oatmans. They were living in Independence, Missouri. Um, Bad start. Which, uh, I mean, hold on a minute. Um, Independence, Missouri was a very highly, uh, or like highly densely populated uh, city of Mormons um, back in the day. And this is around the time when Uh, Mormons are moving, doing their big trek across the country to Utah, um, which is technically not America at the time. And uh, Joseph Smith had recently died, who founded the church. And what happens, Haley, when the founder of a church or nation or something dies? Uh, Infighting. Yes, there's a, there's a problem yeah. with successors almost every time. They have to start murdering people to decide who was the true successor. Right, and you see that, like, across the board, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when Muhammad dies, it becomes a yeah. big thing, and now we have two big fighting factions of Muslims still mm-hmm. um, because of just that. Uh, or, you know, when Lenin dies, he even has a successor named, and then Joseph Stalin don't care. Yeah, He's like, well, Lenin's not around to say that that's true anymore, so I'm here. Or like kings that are like I'm gonna name multiple successors mm-hmm. and split my kingdom it's like that's not a good idea either. Always a big mistake. Because now they're just gonna kill each other and make it back into one again. Right. Isn't it better for one to just be in charge and to be specific about it? Mm-hmm. But even when you do sometimes people still kill them because mm-hmm. there's opportunity. Right. Um, so it's never good. There's always a power vacuum for a little bit. So the second president of um, the Mormon Church, who is the prophet, is Brigham Young. And Brigham Young is like... Joseph Smith is pretty controversial as far as being... Uh, the found, uh, founder of the church and like even now like lots of Mormons are like oh cause Joseph Smith did some stuff that were like eh. but um Brigham Young also uh <laughs> and like was more controversial to the people of the time that things were a problem wow um like he there was one conference where he like 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 general conference, like we have now, um but it was only people obviously it's not broadcast or anything. it's just in Utah where had the he, magical broadcast. <laughs> yeah. where he comes in and he's they've got like the u s army creeping up on them mad, and he comes in the meeting and he is screaming about how they're gonna go out and just like crush them and like we need to respond with military force at our like religious meeting right and he's just like yelling at the pulpit pounding and people are like scared because it's really intense and then like they have a break you know because it's long i have like a lunch break yeah they break for coffee and then well we don't drink coffee so uh they break for fake coffee Sure. I don't know what that is. Um and then mud. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, they have their glass of mud. <laughs> their mug of mud. They're their mug of mud. And then they come back and then Brigham Young comes in again to speak, which is also not normal. like usually they only do it once. So I have hiccups. And then he uh he's a lot more relaxed. <laughs> Someone pulled him aside and had a talk with him. Uh, God. (laughs) God's God's like, y'all need to settle down. And he literally says in the meeting, like, "Um, I have been chastened, and we're not going to do that. And just disregard what I said earlier. Uh, Which is nice in the way that, like, it's showing you, like, prophets are not infallible. They're people. And it's, you know, sometimes they're wrong. But anyway, he becomes president. And the Oatmans aren't into him. They're like, that's not, he's not good. And we don't want that. I'm not, So I'm, I'll admit, right now I'm not super into him. He sounds like a loose cannon. A little bit. Um, he turned out to be a good dude. I mean, all of our universities are named after him and stuff. There's a reason. Most prophets in Christianity are loose cannons. Yeah, it happens. Um, and lots of them have, like, moments of, you know, like, you're like, what are you doing? If they don't, I don't trust them. Right, because they're people. Mm -hmm. Um, But then they're like, we don't like this guy, but apparently they do like this other guy whose name is James C. Brewster. Brewster. And they become Brewsterites. No. (laughs) You have to pick someone with a better name. Which is not better. Brewsterites. I don't want to say, at the time, they're on, like, a huge number of Mormons, but there are a lot of Mormons, and... Uh, there are only 90 Brewsterites. Brewsterites sounds like an alternative name for people from Milwaukee. <laughs> but that's the other thing that happens, right? When when you have a vacuum of power, people split off. Mm-hmm. And they decide, no, I can do this better. Do they still exist? No, of course not. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's of course not. People say this they, they don't. Okay. I'm sure it died with Brewster. But anyway, <laughs> but Brewster says... Utah's not the place. Uh-huh. California is the place. I, I agree. That we are okay. supposed to go. Yeah. I mean, um, it's it's the true it was the true intended gathering place for Mormons, Who's not say? Utah. I guess whoever wins is to say. Um, Brigham Young wins. <laughs> I just want you to know. Um, in case it was not clear. Right. So a group of about 90 people who are his followers leave Independence, Missouri um, in the 50s. In the 1850s. Um, and they get to New Mexico, um, where they then have an issue. Uh, I also, like, want to commend them, though, because that's a really long distance to go. Mm-hmm. In that time, you know, everybody's played Oregon Trail. You know how it is. It's terrible. It's dysentery every time. Yeah. Have you ever made it to the end of Oregon Trail? I've only played it once, and I did. But oh. I played it kind of on easy mode. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Fake mode. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had never played it before till I was an adult. But I feel like most people have played it, or they know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I'm not saying like it's super similar, but it's very hard to make it across the plains in the 1850s without dying. Um, because there's nothing in the middle of yeah. the country at all. There's no support. Mm-hmm. Whereas when um, the Mormon, like the, the larger group of Mormons, um, are moving to Utah, they set up like camps along the way, so it's way easier for people, and they have, like, handcart companies to come and help people out, who are, like, really struggling. It's still very hard, obviously, but, like, they have a pretty high success rate as far as getting people across. Right, if something goes wrong, you don't have to go all the way back to, uh, like, Virginia, or wherever you started from. Right, and, like, seemingly there are hand carts going in between these points too so that they will find you or like they can signal something hopefully still new mexico is not a good place to stop no but they get there all the way and like I, as far as i know they don't lose anybody which is very impressive um mm-hmm. sounds like a lie as far as i know they it's all approximate so they started eating people didn't I they I don't know <laughs> i don't think so um but so they get there and then to New Mexico Territory, because it's also not a state yet. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're going to go um, through New Mexico. And I think they're going to go up into Nevada to get into California. Okay. But, of course, uh, his name is Royce. Royce Oatman, who's the patriarch of the Oatman family. Mm, so hearty. So he full of nutrients. doesn't agree. He thinks that they should go through Arizona. Because it's faster. Because it's sure. like a straight shot across. Yeah. This is a good lesson in American geography for all the people who aren't from America. Uh, why did they want to go through Nevada? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Nevada. Uh, because. Let me get a U.S. map. Here. Uh, they were told that there are Native American tribes in that part of well, Arizona. Here's. Uh, Here's the map. So if they're in New Mexico, that means I mean they'd have to go through Colorado, Utah and Yeah, they're Nevada. gonna go they're gonna go up. Okay.
1: Instead, instead of, of a straight, straight across.
0: Which is so much shorter, mm-hmm. right? So it makes sense. But they've heard like in the specific area of Arizona that they'd go through mm-hmm. that there are Native American tribes that are very aggressive mm-hmm. and violent. Um, and so they're not gonna do that because they're not willing to risk it after they've come all of sure. this way. Yeah, They've crossed like ten states, and they're not ten weird. of probably the worst states. Yeah, all the middle ones aren't great. Uh, no offense to the entire middle of the United States, just I guess. most of it. I mean, I'm saying at the time especially, though. Yeah. Like, in the 1850s, literally nothing is there. hmm And so, uh... But Royce isn't into this. He's like, no, it's so much faster if we just go through uh it only lasts eternity if you die there (laughs) oh so they weren't going all the way up to nevada i don't think but they they said the party split brewster's faction took a route to santa fe and then south of sakuro um and then roy's uh he wanted to go sakuro and then over to tucson so I think he just wants to go, like, deeper into Arizona. Sure. And they're like, no, no, we got to just, like, skirt it. So it's mm-hmm. basically the same thing, though. They're like, we got to go over top. Um, yeah, whatever. Close enough. And But Royce is like, no, that's stupid. And they're like, dude, there's Native Americans that are very aggressive. And he's like, I don't care. I took my family all this way. I'll go wherever I want. And... Uh, Haley, can you predict how that's going to go? I imagine the face tattoos... Uh come into it at some point. Uh, they sure do. Because, first of all, they're in Arizona, which is the state of man's hubris. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hot there. It's very people, hot. people should not live there. People should not live there. Uh, people who are not from there should not go there. Yeah. Because if you do, you're just asking to die. It's a popular spot for um, old people to move during mm-hmm. the wintertime, like birds, because it's warm. Yeah, we, we call them snowbirds. Mm-hmm. You call them snowbirds? I don't think we have a name for them. Alaska does. Okay, yeah. We just always say they migrate down there, mm-hmm. and then they'll come back when it's uh, summertime. Yeah, because they're smart. Um, is this in the summer? Uh, it just says the 1850s, so I don't know when exactly. There is a summer in that year. It's true. Hmm. But most of it's not summer, so who can say? Yeah. Uh, so they were warned not only that the southwestern trail was barren, so there's nothing, <laughs> so there's no food to collect in any way. Of course it is. Um, and dangerous, but that native tribes in the region were famously violent towards white people. Mm-hmm. So like, don't. And then he's like, nah. Have you ever read uh, Blood Meridian? No. I haven't, but I hear it's kind of like a country western if it was... Uh almost psychedelic nightmare, hmm. and I'm getting flashes of that, okay um so Royce, his wife, Mary, and their seven children, aged one to seventeen, they have ten children, so apparently three of them are adults, and they didn't come smart um <laughs> but their' seven children, one to seventeen, um find themselves going through. The like the most arid part, it says, of the Sonoran Desert on their own. Only their family. Oh, the only God. way that you've made it this far is you had support mm-hmm. from other families. Yep. You can't do it by yourself. They're going to get what murdered. What are you doing? Or they're going to start eating each other. People don't do uh, this. So well, they we, get about 90 miles east of Yuma, which is in Arizona. I don't know where. Mm-hmm. Um, on the banks of the Gila River. People in Arizona are going to love this. They're like, I know exactly where that is. I know where that is. They probably Um, Maybe they've heard of it. And the family was waylaid by a group of Native Americans. Go figure. Came to the wrong neighborhood. They think it was... So, uh, there was accounts that they were Apache Indians, but they don't really live there too much, Mm -hmm. um, and they're pretty sure they weren't. So, a lot of the articles say the Yavapai... Um, which is probably accurate, uh, but something else I read said they are most likely Tulkipias, um which is a name that distinguishes them geographically more than culturally from Yavapai. So it's like a subsect of pies. Are you one of these tribes? Have you killed any Mormons <laughs> lately? Email us and let us know. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, it's so mean. But anyway, so they stop them, um, the Tolkapayas probably, and they ask them for t- food and tobacco. You know what? They probably don't have either of food or tobacco. They might have food. I'm sure they don't have tobacco because if they're going by Mormon standards, Mormons don't use tobacco except for wounds. Oh, wait. The, the Native Americans ask them for stuff. Yes. Okay, I'm like, why would they go up to and ask for no. food? Okay. They get stopped. Sure. And they're like, sure. we'll let you go if you give us food and tobacco. Mm-hmm. They definitely don't have tobacco
1: mm-hmm.
0: unless it's for wounds. Um, and I don't think they have a lot of food. So... You should give it to them, though. there's nine of you. Mm-hmm. And one of them is one years old. Eat your baby and Just, oh, just give him the baby. Just give him the baby. No, things no, are no. gonna go so wrong if you do not pay the toll. So we don't know if they like refused or if they were just like we don't have it, mm-hmm. or if they tried to be aggressive in any way. None of that is clear. Um, but all of them are murdered. <laughs> should just give them. All of them are left for dead. I should say <laughs> okay. maybe because they're not all murdered. Um they're all attempted to murdered. Yes. They all get like pretty severely beaten. Both parents die. Um all of the kids are seemingly dead. Um and they leave. That's, that's uh, They never go to Arizona, that's bad. <laughs> nothing <laughs> this will happen to you. There's nothing good there. Definitely. Uh but then Lorenzo, one of the boys, uh he's 15. Mm-hmm. He wakes up cuz he didn't die. Oh, um, man, that's even worse somehow. Yeah. Waking up in the middle of the desert, everyone's dead. It's like, well. Oh, you're, like your whole family. But he, he wakes up, and he's, like, really disoriented. He doesn't really know what's going on. I'm sure they took all of their stuff, mm-hmm. right? Probably their whole wagon. Just take it with them, if they have, like, any horses or anything. But he wakes up, and then he sees, like, his family all murdered around him. But he counts, and he realizes that people are missing There's only four of his siblings, he has six, and his parents are there also, Mm -hmm. right? But, like, that means two of his sisters are missing, which is Marianne and Olive. Mm. They're both gone. So, he is a smart boy. And he goes back to the place where they left from, where all the Brewsters were hanging out, like, taking a rest. Brewsters. And he tells them what happened. Um, he walks there, obviously, because they don't have any transportation. It's not that far, I guess. Um, but he walks there in the desert by himself, and uh, he gets there, and they like take care of him because they know him. And he tells them what happened, and then he's like, "But two of my sisters are gone. Like they're they just took them." And they're like, "Told ya. Probably. Um, they're actually really nice. They they walk back with him. Oh, like they they move their carts there with him, which I would not do. I'd be like too bad for you know um, bring some food and tobacco with you, I'm just ready, maybe they did, yeah, but they they walk there with him, and um apparently the ground is not suitable for burying bodies there, um something about the sand, I don't know. But uh, so they built cairns around them, which is basically just like you pile sticks or not sticks, uh, so, rocks yeah. up on a body um, to cover it from the elements, which is weird, but also nice. Because um, like these these people like took him back and did that with him, which I would not have done. I've been like, nope. I mean, I'll take care of you. But they uh, they belong to Arizona now. <laughs> yep. I'm sorry. I can't help you. Um, so, yeah, they and they return with him. They see the bodies, and obviously they're upset because they knew these people, mm-hmm. and they warned them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But so the two Oatman girls are gone. Oh, it was volcanic soil. It was rocky and difficult to dig, it says, is why. But so the girls are taken. So everybody gets beaten, knocked out. Most of them are dead, um, except for Olive, who's 13, and Marianne, who's 7. They keep both of them. And they uh, tie them with ropes, it says, uh, and they have to walk for several days through the desert, which gave them dehydration, obviously, and just was weakening them in general because they're just in the street heat that they're not used to in Missouri. And every time this, they say they ask for water or rest, they get poked, um, probably because they don't understand them. Mm-hmm. Um, they just think they're whining. And they just force them to <laughs> they, keep walking. They are whining. Stop whining. Yeah. do You don't need water. You don't need to sit down. You don't need water. There's plenty of water inside you. Yeah, they just poke them, and then they, like, force them to keep walking. You are a sack of water covered in skin. Come Stop on. Stop whining. Suck it up. Uh, so they get to the Yavapai, or Yavapai, or Tulkipaius, whatever you want to say, village, um, and then they're treated like slaves. So... They're forced to, like, do pretty hard labor for a 13-year-old and a 7-year-old. They'll try to talk to them, but they just get yelled at or something thrown at them. Um, And they just have a bad time. Bad time. Um, It says the tribe's children would burn them with smoldering sticks while they worked. Uh, They were beaten a lot. And Olive said later, um, which, spoiler alert, Olive doesn't die from this, Uh, (laughs) but... uh, she, she said later that they were sure that they were going to get killed here, mm-hmm. um, which I was like, they're not going to kill you. You're useful. Um, At least not yet. Yeah. So they live there for about a year. Like, they don't really know how long um, because they're not keeping records and stuff. But they live there for about a year, and then they uh, – some members of a Mojave tribe come to trade with them, and they see the girls – and they're like, we would like those girls. Um,
1: how, much, how much
0: for the little girl? Yes. It um, says so they traded with them. I think they end up giving them um, like some like blankets and beads and a horse or something, um, which horses are very valuable, so that's pretty good. Um, but so they so they get traded to the Mojaves, and they're immediately taken to the tribe leader, um, to their chief, and. Uh, whose name is uh, Espanese, and they're adopted as members of their community. Uh, they're actually treated very nicely by the Mojave, and they're kind of adopted by the chief and his wife. How um, okay. come? I don't know. Hmm. Just, like, straight up. Um, they They take care of them. And, and it's not like they don't have children. Like, they have a daughter, at least. And, like, it, you know, having more white girls doesn't help you <laughs> as far as, like, needing a son or something, right, to be in charge. Because um, that would have made sense to me. But, no, they just like them. Um, it's it said that his wife, uh, paneo, uh, that she really, really likes them. And especially Olive. Oh, and to to prove that they are part of their tribe, that's when they tattoo their chins and their arms, which you didn't see her arms. They're also tattooed a lot easier to cover up in the 18... probably 60s. Um, Oh, I want her to see her arms now. (laughs) I don't think there are any pictures of her arms, just because it's not, like, -like. ladylike. And I'm sure she didn't want them to know that she had any more tattoos than she already had. (laughs) It's very um, unseemly and kind of embarrassing for her for the rest of her life. But, uh... And so they tattoo their arms. Um, this is with cactus ink, which is why it's blue. I didn't even know cactuses made ink, but that's cool. Um, and and they look like everybody else in the tribe with those tattoos. Like all of the other women have those. Uh, and it's supposed to be uh, to ensure that they're recognized as tribal members by other groups. Uh, so they especially want to tattoo these white girls because they don't want them to think that they're just running around. It's like, mm-hmm. no, they belong to us. And if you do something to them you're gonna have a problem with the mojave which is a pretty big group sure especially compared to the group they were with before um and it's supposed to um help them be reunited with their ancestors in the eternities like Mm. help you recognize them which is like pretty intense that they're they're treating them like they are completely belonging here right yeah like they're they've been 100 percent adopted like they want to be able in the eternities to find them again Which is, like, very nice um, and interesting. And, like, very sharp contrast between their first Mm -hmm. captors and their second captors. Is this all from her, um, like, retelling of it? Um, Most of it is. But, like, there's conflicting things that she says and conflicting things that are written. But there's also records that are kept by the Mojave. Okay. Um, And they talk to people in the tribe. So... Uh, like there's a book that came out recently like, like in 2009 about her that's supposed to be the most accurate book and I think it's because they looked at primary sources from the Mojave too Sure, so they have all of the details uh-huh. like even like well especially Puritan pilgrims coming over uh, to the Americas um, the taken captive by natives uh, narrative was like a super popular um, right. story form and we'll talk about that Yeah. Um, so they were not forced to work anymore and uh, there was a newspaper account that said they did pretty much whatever they wanted. They're just there, hanging out. Um, they were given land and seeds to raise crops themselves. Uh, they also they were given a clan or their clan's name, which they did was Oach i must from Oatman. Like, what they could hear it, and they're like, oh, sure. Oh, sure. Um, and it says they perform, or they form strong bonds with their adopted family, especially um, the mother, uh, Aspaneo, and Topeka, who's their adopted sister. Uh, it says, for the rest of her life, Olive spoke of these two women with great affection, saying that she and Marianne were raised by the chief, his wife, uh, and like, with Topeka, as if they were their own daughters, um, which is just fascinating. In February of 1854, so it's been a couple years since they got kidnapped, mm-hmm. um, about 200 white railroad surveyors uh, spent a week with the Mojaves, like, nearby, um, as part of the Whipple Expedition. I don't know anything about this. Of course. It's well known. But so they're trading and, like, hanging out with the Mojave for... Um, a, like, a week. But neither Oliver or Marianne reveal themselves at all. They don't come out of the, like, their areas, except for when they're allowed to, like, when when they're told, like, no one will see you now. mm mm-hmm. um, But of their own choice. Like, they, apparently. Sure. They, they're, they're hiding um, because they don't want to go back, apparently.
1: They um, don't want
0: anyone to see them. Well, and they probably know that their family's already dead. So it's like... What are you going to do? Go back to your church? Maybe. But, like, I don't know. They do have adult siblings apparently somewhere, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Um, and they don't know that Lorenzo survived. Because he wakes up, they're already gone. He looked dead to them. Sure. Um... So they probably thought they didn't have any more relatives. Yeah, like, really. what happened with him and, like, the search party? They just didn't find anything? End of the story? No, yeah, they went and looked for, like, clues, I think, but they're like, oh, she probably got taken by a tribe. We don't want to deal with them. Um, like, we sure. don't... And, like, they don't think they're going to give them back. They, they've seen a whole murder scene. They're probably like, uh sorry. Sorry. We need to make sure that you stay alive. they gone. Right. Like your sisters we can't save them and i'm sure that, and i know that they reported to like the federal government that they were gone and that native americans had taken them even though they're not in states anymore sure um because that comes up in a minute um so after a few years of their initial capture uh, there's a huge drought in the southwest it's a big problem and it causes major crop shortage and marianne starves to death um along with lots of people in the Mojave tribe. Uh, She was, like, ten years old. Mm -hmm. But Olive uh, told people later she only made it through because she was specifically being given food by Espaneo, her, um, like, foster mother, basically, um, who fed her in secret while the village went hungry. Mm -hmm. So she's, like, very... She likes Olive a lot. So weird. It's like, you're going to survive. I don't understand. I don't know. Why? That's why I like it. It's I don't understand it. Um, and so then the next year in 1855, um, or maybe the same year, don't know. I just said a few years later. Um, a I mean, member meanwhile, of meanwhile, meanwhile, a member of a nearby um, I don't know how to pronounce this Q U E C H A N uh tribe named Francisco shows up to the Mojave village. Uh, he is a message from the federal government of the United States that says, uh, we hear you have a white girl living with you, uh, and we want her back, so give it. Uh, and... That one's ours. Uh, it says that he, he asked them either to return her or explain why she would choose not to return. Okay. And the Mojaves first said nothing. Sure. They didn't even respond to it. Um, and then they started sequestering her because they were worried people were watching. So mm-hmm. they are like, keeping her indoors, away from people. Uh, and then they tried to deny that she was white. She <laughs> when is, you saw a picture of her. She's I mean, not white. She's very white. Um, and I guess she said later that they, like, covered her with, like, mud and try to, like, let it dry and then, like, pick the parts off so sure. that she looked darker. But she said that she looked, uh, I think I have a quote about it, but she said she looked a color that didn't look like anybody. <laughs> like, that wasn't human. Yeah, it's not a human color. Right. Like, yeah. she didn't look like them. She didn't look like anybody. So it's like, that's not going to work because they're going to be like, um, nobody's green. So That, that one. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't have to be the white girl. We'll take the green one. <laughs> right. Like, whatever. Um, and so that didn't work. And then this is the saddest, like a sad quote. It says, when this didn't work, they began to weigh their affection for Olive against their uh, (laughs) fear of the reprisal of the U.S. government, which had threatened, via Francisco, to destroy the tribe if Olive was not handed over. I mean, that's fair. I don't know why they are just hand her over. I know. They're going through a lot of hoops just to try to keep her. Mm. They really like her. It's It's the wife, man. She'll come back and visit. Just let her go. Um, just make it look like you're not keeping her prisoner right i have a quote from olive that says i found that they had told francisco that i was not an american and that i was from a race of people much like the Indians living away from the setting sun so that's why she's whiter i guess mm-hmm. um and then that's what she talks they they had painted my face and feet and hair hands of a dun, dingy color unlike that of any race i ever saw <laughs> it's racist for a race that doesn't <laughs> exist this they told me they did to deceive francisco and that i might not talk to him in american they told me to talk to him in another language and to tell him i was not an american how do you do both of those things talk to him in another language and tell him you're not american i mean i guess he speaks mojave because he's talking to them yeah um, Say to Mo- Mojave. And- but it's strange. Well, but they're saying she's not. So then they're like, just speak a different language. That you <laughs> oh, up. I see. And I'm like, what? Uh, they then waited to hear the result, expecting to hear my gibberish nonsense. Uh, and to witness the convincing effect upon Francisco. But I spoke to him in broken English and told him the truth and also what they had enjoined me to do. He, start, or he started from his seat in a perfect rage, vowing that he would not be imposed upon any longer. I mean, I don't know why the hoops, like, because one of the options was just give a reason why she should stay. Just be like, I want to stay. Well, I don't think that the U.S. government was going to um, be okay with that. I mean, ever. Not, I, I feel like give me a reason was almost like a joke. Mm-hmm. It's like, why would she ever want to be with you instead of with white people? What? Clearly not. So, yeah, give us a reason. And apparently they couldn't. Um, they also did try. Well, and, like, I mean, apparently they must have known. hmm Because the second that Olive could, she said, no, they kidnapped me, and uh, I would, you know, I'm American. And she knew what that was going to do. She knew that was going. they're going to take her home. She didn't have to say kidnapped. Is. They didn't kidnap her. Oh, I mean, they bought her. Yeah. I don't know that she said kidnapped, but... Um, So apparently some of the Mojaves were mad at Olive, which I was like, she's like saving your tribe also, um, for disobeying orders, and went as far as to suggest that she should be killed as punishment. I'm like, I thought we were trying to keep your tribe alive. If you kill the white girl, your whole tribe's dead. So maybe don't. It's still the same answer, just let her go to the government. Right. Uh, So it says Olive would be ransomed to the government. Um oh I just lost my voice. Do, do, do. Uh to the US government in exchange for a horse and some blankets and beads. Once again. Low him. Yeah. It was a white horse. Does that make it was sense? a white horse. For the white girl. Hmm. Was it a real white horse or was it a grey? I don't know. That depends. Know. Did it have a like a dark snout or was it a pink snout? It didn't tell me, Haley. Hmm. You can't know. Uh, was it even a white horse or did you make that up no it was a white horse (laughs) so well some of them a lot of them said it was a white horse Um, mostly I based this off a mental floss article it didn't say but most of them said that so I'm going to say that's probably true Uh, so Olive's adopted sister Topeka who's 17 joins her for a trek to Fort Yuma is where they're taking her it took them 20 days to get there and uh, 420 to Yuma Pineo, who was the tri- uh, like the tribal chief's wife who was taking care of her it says that she wept as if she was losing her own child she'll, she'll visit uh, she, she should have just let her go she won't uh, so it takes 20 days and they arrive on February 22nd 1856 so she's been gone for 5 years um, how old is she now? She was 13, so she's like 18. Um, Mm -hmm. But like she said, she spoke to Francisco in broken English because she kind of forgot English. Because she's been surrounded by Yavapai and Mojave for so long, and they don't speak any English. Almost at all. And so it's like, it's not... She she can barely talk to Francisco and prove that she's American. Um, But so she gets there, and... Apparently, she cried into her hands when she arrived, um, which you can take that however you want. Um, Before she was permitted to enter the fort, it says she was loaned a Western-style dress by an officer's wife as she and Topeka arrived wearing only traditional Mojave skirts with their chest bare that's what you do when it's hot. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is probably very unseemly when they're like, oh no, we gotta put a dress on you girls. So much of you is showing that should not be. My girls can't show their bits. No. I mean, we're not happy about the natives doing it either, but you definitely not. Yeah. Which is funny because in multiple articles I read also, because this is the one I believe, but in multiple of them that I read, it said that she demanded a dress. And I was like, I can't imagine. I can, I can imagine especially like don't you're going so. back to these people that you know aren't gonna understand. You're probably feeling a little bit shame. Pro- I mean she feels a lot of shame for her whole life. So uh, yeah, she's like, get me something that'll cover up as much of this as possible. maybe. Um, I feel like they probably were just like, we'll get you a dress, honey. Um, but it's all up to interpretation. Uh, she was also uh, asked to wash her face. Uh, Get all that green stuff off? uh, No, it's actually said it was dyed black from sap from mesquite trees. Hmm. Um, So she looked real dark, and they were like, we gotta wash your face, girl. You You need to to look white. She's wearing blackface, and they're like, "Mm -mm." Um, mm-mm. On accident. Uh, When asked for her given name, she says it was Olivino, not Olive. um, And she told the commander that she was 11 when she was abducted, which she was not. Uh, so there was a, like a lot of details about her story that were wrong, um, which isn't like super surprising to me. Especially like I feel like it's, the Native Americans don't have like a great concept of time keeping. They have a different sense of time keeping. They do, but like very different from how white people keep time. And so I'm like, that's got to be really confusing to you. And also like as a 13, year are like I can barely keep track of what my age is now. And that's when I have computers and, like, calendars telling me every And you were being tortured for a whole year. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't put to hard labor with no clocks or calendars. Right. And who knows how long it's been. I know. Like, today, earlier today, I was like, Kate, what day is it? Like, what? (laughs) And not not what day of the week. Like, what number of Uh day is it today? Because I was looking at Netflix stuff and I was like, "Is what I want to watch already gone?" No, I have eight days. No, Perfect. how old am I? Was I eleven? Thirteen? Who can say? How many years? Right. And then this one says that she was fourteen when she was kidnapped, so it's very confusing. But anyway, um, so she cleaned up and she comes outside and there's a cheering crowd waiting for her. They're so happy yeah, to remember. have her back. Everyone loves a saved white girl. They do. Um, so five years had passed, obviously, since the murder of her family. Um, and she was soon informed that her brother survived. Lorenzo was alive. Um, and they met later uh, with a whole bunch of newspapers reporting it as the headline news, of course, because why not? Everyone loves a saved white girl. Yep. Um, But there were some accounts that she gave that were kind of problematic. There's a famous book that was written at the time by Royal Stratton. Which that's a name. Um Royal Stratton. It's a very like Old West name, right. isn't it? And it was first titled Life Among the Indians, and then later retitled Captivity of the Oatman Girls yep. uh, once she became popular. Yeah, that's obviously. like solidly 100% in the, like, captivity literature yep. vein. Chronicling the Oatman sisters' half-decade with the natives. Yep. Um, luckily, uh, royalties from his book paid for Lorenzo and Olive to go to a university. Oh, that's good. So that's great. They great. actually got a benefit yeah. out of it. Um. And she also did lectures around the country um, Um, about what happened to her. Oh, okay. Um, Just, like, her story and stuff, I'm sure, to promote the book, like authors do today. Um, But this is not all of her details added up, because she'd say things that I'm sure was written in this book, but that are probably not true. Um, Like, she's, she's, well, this one's probably true. Uh, She said that they never sexually abused her. Um, either of them. Like, either of the tribes. And they're pretty sure that that's true. Um, but her childhood best friend, which automatically sounds very gossipy, Susan Thompson. Um oh, Susan. Who Olive later befriended again, so they're friends again. Um, she says that Olive told her that she married a Mojave man and gave birth to two boys. And that's why she was upset to leave them. Um, because she had to leave behind her children and her husband. Um, which uh people are almost positive that's not true because they're like that would have been extremely scandalous and very obvious mm-hmm. like just by anyone observing and they're pretty sure that the mojaves would not have accepted that like they wouldn't have been into it um despite her being a part of the group like intermingling with white people was not really their shtick mm-hmm. so they're like eh. good um, call she denied that she said that didn't happen Uh, publicly, but thanks to a, uh, front page story in the Los Angeles Star, which reported in 1856, a month after her return, that both Oatman girls were discovered alive and married to Mojave chiefs. Why do the Mojaves have more than one chief? Why are they marrying eight-year-old girls? uh because that's what happens in the narratives that's of what, these stories that's what the natives do they 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 turn them into like weird white princess of the native mythologies right. and it's weird and gross mm-hmm. but they can't help themselves because yeah. they've been doing it since like the 1600s right that's true but that that rumor stuff because of that article yeah, I'm sure um which is stupid She also reported that her tattoo was to identify if she escaped from the tribe, which is true in a way, but it was, like, so they didn't hurt her. It wasn't so, like, Like, return our property to uh, us is uh how she's describing it. Um, And she neglected to mention that the Mojave women all had facial tattoos. It wasn't just, like, her... And the same design. Yeah. it's Yeah, it's not like, you're a prisoner, so we're going to tattoo you this way, and other people know. It's not like your cattle prod uh, right. sign no, no, or whatever. No. She's... Yeah, she's... It was her being accepted into their group entirely. So... Which I understand why a lot of these things she would say. Because the... Um, like, the white people are not going to want to hear they treated really, really nicely, and I really liked them, and they loved me. Right, and it was all consensual, and it was great, Fine. and they loved me. That's not... No, nope. uh, that's, you can't that's not going to work. Yeah. They're going to get really mad. Um, people are, and they're not going to believe you, mm-hmm. um, and it's not going to be good for her. No, because she's going to look like a sympathizer, and that's not okay. Right? It's like, oh, you wanted this to happen, right? To your parents? Did you and... get kidnapped, or uh-huh. did you ask to go with them, and they killed yeah. your whole family? You you wanted this? So it's a really hard, like, tightrope you have to walk when she's talking about this, because, like mm-hmm. I said, she says that they were nice to her. But she also says stuff like this, right. which I think partially probably was Royal Stratton like coaching her. Like when she, when he's writing down details, he's like, No, 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 you can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> That's not gonna work. We can't say that. I'm in the book, I'm gonna write this and this is what you have to say. Mm-hmm. So like in a way, obviously he's like leeching money off of her story. But I also feel like he's kind of being nice because he's probably like helping her reintegrate into society. Like they're not gonna be happy about that. Right. You can't do that gotta do what sells. Right. Which, um, she ends up having, like, really bad depression her whole life, which I'm like, duh. Um, like, she's, she has been, one of her family was murdered, and then her other family she's, like, ripped away from. You Mm -hmm. know, whether or not she said she wanted to leave, it's still hard. Um... So I can't imagine that she's enjoying her life. And then she's, like, a huge spectacle, which is also terrible. Sure. Um, and, and like, she's having to peddle these lies now, right? Because that's the only way for her to, like, survive, which is awful. Because I would hate just having to, like, lie in front of crowds of people about how bad these people were to me when I don't think that at all and I, like, legitimately care about them. Uh, and they're your only living family left, besides Lorenzo. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows how Lorenzo is. No, there's nothing about him. <laughs> no, nobody does. That was a lie. I'm <laughs> just making a joke. Um, she's believed to be the first American white woman with a tattoo. And a facial tattoo at that. Mm. Mm-hmm. That sounds... I mean, that might not be true, but as far as they have records. Sure. Yeah, because um, white people weren't doing a lot of tattoos no. back then. And um, it's much more of a male thing. Like all all sailors get yeah. tattoos, but right, that's true. And and mostly in America, it's Native Americans who are doing tattoos, mm-hmm. so it makes sense. Um, it's not like the cool hip thing, right? For white people, do because racism. Yay. She also said that the the tattoos marked her as slave, which was also not true. Um, and people uh experts about the mojave tribe specifically said no that's not true um and that the tradition was supposed to lead to a good afterlife and like i said earlier to finding your sure. people so it's the like exact opposite of that <laughs> um but once again i understand well, it's uh, like slavery to your family in heaven you'll you'll like this one um stratton's book also included long stretches of fervid anti-native rhetoric Of course Um, it did because what else would it be full of and she signed off on this portrayal of them via her lectures frequently calling them savages herself which once again what is she supposed to do um but they say that's not corroborated with her private actions uh she moved to southern oregon with her brother after this and she is said to have wept and paced the floor at night Uh, and friends described her as deeply unhappy in her new life and longing to return to the mojaves i'm surprised she didn't try I don't know. Uh, says she even went to New York when she heard that uh, Irataba, a Mojave tribal dignitary, would be traveling there um, in 1864. So she was like, oh, I got to get there, right? Because this is like an avenue where I can see them and it's not going to be like super unseemly. I can Mm -hmm. just be traveling in New York and happen to run into you or something. It'll be a complete accident. Right. Um, Oh, how interesting to see you here. Right. And so she meets up with him and reminisces about tribal life with him, a conversation carried on um, completely in the Mojave language, which she still remembers. Um, he even told her that Topeka still missed her and hoped that she would return. Um, she later said, we met as friends, um, which I think is very nice. For
1: she, her, should, that she, she should have gone moment. back with him.
0: I mean, I don't disagree, but yeah. I'm also like, Ugh, the social pressures are terrible. Um, they also, uh, of course, because she's a woman, they also focused on her appearance. Not only her tattoo, but also her beauty. Because what else is there? Right. That's what women are good for. Beauty. Yeah. You know when Sheila Patel was ugly? Despite... <laughs> she really let herself go. Man, she really... Uh, she's so dowdy now. She used to be so hot and like evil, and now she like takes care of old people and wears flip-flops. It's not sexy, which no. is what's really important about women about women yeah and i love that even though she has a facial tattoo which seemingly would make them be like ooh, you know because that's weird and Mm -hmm. it's very surprising because no one has tattoos at all like othering of her right but they're like ooh, but she's also hot uh she's like a hot alien i understand that (laughs) i understand (laughs) of course you do Robot, um, like a hot robot with a face tattoo? So I mean, I saw her, I'm like, hell yeah, look at you! Yeah, you're excited. Uh, so the next year, uh, in 1856, she marries John B. Fairchild, um, who... That sounds like the whitest name I've ever heard. He's a pretty white dude. Ever heard. Um, he is a wealthy rancher-turned-banker, is what Mental Floss article said. Oh my but I want to tell you one of the other articles called him a cattleman. <laughs> a cattleman <laughs> which I thought was so funny he's a cattleman I was like he, there's a word for that it's rancher why are you saying cattleman why did you make up a new cow word <laughs> no multiple articles said that though so either they're all copying each other they're all copying each other or Absolutely. it's a word uh, is it I don't know gotta look it up now <laughs> I am the owner of all the cow babies okay cow we'll babies have a mild break right now no cattleman cattleman I'm sure it's a word. It's just a stupid word. I guess it is cattleman. Person who raises or takes care of cattle, I guess. Right, but that sounds a lot different than rancher. Yeah. Rancher makes it sound like you have a huge, big, open ranch filled with cattle and, like, yeah. people under you who are taking care of them. Right. Cattleman sounds like cattle hand, you know, mm-hmm. and which is one of the people the rancher employs. What's the difference between a cattleman and a cowboy? Cattlemen and cowboys. I don't know. Cattlemen and cowboys. Okay, we gotta focus. This is already kind of long. <laughs> okay, I'm almost done. Um, but so they get married in Rochester, New York. Um, Sorry, um, Wikipedia says the cowboy is an animal herder tends cattle or ranches. Cattlemen were generally called herders or ranchers. Ranchers. So I think it's synonym. Sure. Stupid word. He's a cowboy. Raises cow babies. He's a hurt, herder. Uh, so they get married in Rochester, New York, and then uh, she stops doing the lecture circuit because now she got a rich husband, and so she doesn't need to do that for money anymore, which I was like, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he, he sounds like a great dude, her husband, but I'm like, I'm specifically glad he's saving you from this because it just sounds like miserable Not Sounds time. like it's really bad for you. Yes. It isn't making you happy. No, it's making you the opposite. Bitch. Very sad. To be fair, you're a woman in the 1860s, 70s. Sure. Um... you get happy then it's like good that's a bonus right but uh apparently he met her through the lecture circuit like he went to one of her lectures or something um and they met uh and fell in love i love your book and then he's like let's get married and you don't have to do this ever again can you sign my copy and then he like opens his shirt. He's like, "Can you sign right here on my clavicle? Can you sign on my chin? On my chin, so a chin tattoo. We match, and then we can like chin nuzzle, and then we'll kiss and be married. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Um, and then I'll show you all my cow babies. Oh, this is another reason why they think that she probably didn't have Mojave babies. Um, it says a few years later, the couple settled in Sherman, Texas, uh, and adopted a baby girl named Mamie or Mammy." Which sounds adorable. Um, but they think that she probably... They probably adopted because she couldn't have children. Or Which, complications when she had kids and now she can't have more? Possibly. Who knows? Um, but usually at the time, people don't adopt if they can have children. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, even now, people don't usually, but, like, way less. Or she had a kid, and that's the kid they adopted. Bum-bum-bum! Bum-bum-bum! Well, this was a white baby, so... I mean, they they could, you know... Half, half, she half, half, she half was and a half baby. This is ten years later. Half, and half. it's ten years time late. travel. Okay, who knows how old people are? And I like do because I have numbers. <laughs> um, apparently, this is why I like Fairchild, her husband. Uh, he apparently <laughs> his name even Fairchild. Yeah, the white, 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 the, child. White, the white baby, <laughs> um, Mr. White baby. Apparently, he burned all copies of Stratton's book that he could find. <laughs> And what then a, stopped her lecture tours. So, no, boy. he didn't like the book, mm-hmm. and he didn't like how she was being no. treated. And he's like, uh-uh, let me save you from this, babe. Much, much better. And she's like, hell yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully it's that and not like, I like you, but I don't like women who have more success than I do. I don't think so. Hopefully not. Um I mean, like, that would not be the best, but, like, at least he's paying for all your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. People are pretty sure that she never really found any happiness, though. Um, she battled depression and chronic headaches for decades, and, and on rare occasions she left home. Uh, she attempted to cover her blue tattoos with makeup or a veil. Um, she was pretty partial to wearing veils, uh, which at the time isn't super weird. So it's like, yeah, go for it. Um, I mean, so go for it anyway, but it's sure, it's fashionable. Right. It makes it even better. Yeah. Um, it says, uh, shy and retiring, Olive was interested in the welfare of orphans, but rarely discussed her own youth as an orphan and Indian captive. Um. But I was like, oh, look, though, like, you really feel bad for them because you're, you know, you're an orphan and you understand, and, like, taking care of them. And I'm like, good job. You don't got to leave the house to take care of orphans. You got money. You got, you got money. cattle, ranch, and wealthy banker money. You You found, like, the... The most concentrated stereotype of, like, rich pioneer man, and yep. you, you married it. You mm-hmm. trapped him. Good job. He can't leave now. You right. got his money. And he, he, it sounds like he basically begged you to marry him, too. Mm-hmm. He was like, please let me help you with this. As he should. Mm-hmm. He should. Um. Because women are not cattle. You can't just herd them. And seemingly had no problem with her tattoos, which is great. Yeah, because it's awesome. Sure. She yeah. looks great. Um. It said in one of the articles I read that she always kept a jar of hazelnuts, which is a Mojave staple as a reminder of her experience. That sounds, like, bogus to me, but whatever you want. I uh, I had no idea hazelnuts were common in that area. Don't know. Multiple of the articles I read said that, but once again, they're all copying each other. They're all copying each other. Who knows? Um, They found letters after she died um, that told about her psychological damage that she suffered, um which was often ascribed to the murder of her family. Duh. Um, (laughs) I mean, maybe. That's one idea. But it says, could easily um, have also been attributed to her having her second family, the one she built with the Mojaves, wrenched away from her. But they also, see, there's one thing I read. It was in, like, Ten Myths About um, Olive Oatman, where they said that the Indians called her Sponsa, Which is in one of the books, I think. Um, Which is a... uh, It doesn't tell me what it means, really. Like, it doesn't give me a word equivalent because it doesn't want to be racy. I'm sure it means, like, princess of white snow or something. Um, It says it was a rather salacious Mojave word, so it must have been when she was with the Mojaves. (sighs) Uh um, Having to do with unquenchable lust. Mm. Um, And I don't know who is calling her this and who would... Like, that almost sounds... Like, it has to be fake to me because she's, like, the tribe's chief's daughter now. Mm-hmm. Like, like if that's being said, it's being said, like, whispered to each other in hushed tones because they're going to get pissed. Well, yeah. And they wanted to murder her just because she didn't listen to them, let alone if you're insulting their daughter. Like, the rape of white girls is, like, a, a bingo square on the bingo card of right. Indian captivity narratives. I'm sure it's fake. Yeah. But that was in like, the one that was, like, oh, bust in the myths. And they're, like, no, actually, they called her this. They didn't treat her that good. And I'm, like, I don't really believe you. Um, There's a lot of, like, this is probably false, but only if this is also true. Right. It's complicated. That's what what you can learn from this show. It's, like, I think this is true. Like, this sounds like it makes sense. But with a lot of things, you're going to get conflicting narratives when you look up articles um, or, like, read books and... About the same subject. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, and that's why you have to read so many because you need to come up with some kind of like conglomerate of information gotta triangulate. that makes like the most coherent sense as a narrative. Yeah. Um, bearing in mind that often they cannibalize each other. And bearing in mind that like just because details don't match with what you're reading like in one way or like something seems off doesn't mean you shouldn't mention it which is why i always say but these people said this Mm -hmm. and like and i'll say my opinion like i don't think that but i just want you to know somebody said that um because that could be true the fact that it exists is a story in itself right um, now I just have some like random little facts about her. Uh it says her story is loosely told in a nineteen sixty five episode of the television show Death Valley Days. <laughs> oh my god. Starring Sherry Marshall oh, as Olive oh, and oh, featuring no. Ronald Reagan. What? As an army colonel, sounds about right. Who helps her brother locate her? Sounds about right. You guys didn't know Ronald Reagan? It's one of our presidents. Yeah, maybe you haven't heard of Ronald Reagan, but uh, before before he was president, he was an actor. Well, he tried. He was in this. He tried. He was in Death Valley Days, Haley. The classic. Oh, oh, the classic. Sunday, Monday, Death Valley Days. Uh. <laughs> You didn't know that's that was from at first. Um, she also has a namesake of the city of Oatman, Arizona, which I was like, don't put in Arizona. That's rude. Uh, that's that's, where, little, that's <laughs> a little rude. That's where her whole family died. Put <laughs> in Texas. She lived in Texas. Right. Uh, located on Route 66 near the Colorado River uh, and near the sites where, the Oat- or where Oatman was released after spending her adolescence with the Mojaves. So apparently they released her in Arizona, too. But mm. I was like, it's still mean. Back from whence you came. Right. Um, so I, I read one article for this and it was named wideopencountry.com slash Olive Oatman, the tattooed Texas woman with an incredible story. That sounds, uh, reputable. And the next article was called five country dance moves you should master. (laughs) So I just want you to know reputable. the type of articles that are out there about all of <laughs> the kind of places we go for you listener. That's right. But I have a lot like other articles are much that I read were much more reputable and better. What were the dances? Didn't watch it. I just wanted you to know. Dang it, what kind of historian are you? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Anything um, but this. European historian usually, so <laughs> bye. Different country. But anyway, now you know about Olive Oatman. Boy, that was some hysterical history. Super funny. Lots of murder and mental health issues and possible rape. Right, I told you before we did this, I was like, it's not that funny, but it's so bizarre. And it's so strange seeing that picture of her with the tattoo. Because it's like, she looks so normal in every other way. But it's so glaringly obvious that you're like, what's going on? And immediately it seems like it's fake. Like that somebody like well, photoshopped my, that in there for no reason. Well, my first thought internet. was that she was a native woman. I'm like, oh, I mean, that mm-hmm. makes sense. And I'm like, I mean, and she's just like a pretty white native woman. You're pretty white, but maybe like one of your parents was native, right? Like if you, they did some inbreeding yeah. happening with whites and natives, which right. happens all the time. Like a cowboy um, uh, ran your mom down, sadly, and now here you are in an ice. Or dress. like like, uh, Avalyn, mm-hmm. Um, from Assassin's Creed. Once again, Assassin's Creed. I mean, by, she's... <laughs> Soft. She's black, but like you know, same difference. Mm-hmm. um Mulattoes, yeah. Getting that nasty white blood in there, like Connor ruining that's a everything. Better, that's a better option. Yeah, it's just that Evelyn ends up in the white world, mm-hmm. you know, with her fancy garb. Yeah, with her very white boyfriend. Poor Connor. Yeah, Connor's that's not great. Protect the boy. Anyway, <laughs> about Assassin's Creed. I know the um, new Assassin's Creed games coming out. We're getting hyped already. He's so handsome. So handsome and hot. and He's such so... a good voice. Oh, and I can't wait. such a good accent. can't wait to kill people with Ooh. crocodiles. And you can get all up in those pyramids. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. We know that the history in Assassin's Creed isn't great, but we don't <laughs> care. I just like to run around all the different monuments. Anything that will put me even in the vaguest of time machines, I'm into it. Yeah, it's good. Right, and especially the early games are really good for them. Right? Like, uh, I've been missing, because it's so Western the last many have been. Yes. I'm like, I'm sick of this. Put me back in like the Middle East somewhere. Well, and people—we I would probably have to cut this out, but <laughs> just it's long and boring. <laughs> but people were worried they're going to keep making progressions forward in time, right? Because yeah. the most recent one was very forward in time. Um, for it's like Victorian you, area. era, yeah, for you stabbing with your little knives and using swords and um, guns and like shooty pulley bombs gearness. and stuff. It's crazy. Voltaic uh, bombs, yeah, which we talked about in meat pile. We did. Sort of. But this was it's Alexander Graham Bell, right? It helps you out with those. Yes. Yeah, I think so. It was such me. a crush on Evie. Yeah, he's a cute boy. It's very adorable. Oh. Even though apparently he was a dick in real yeah. life. When he was a young boy. Yeah. He was I didn't know that he was Scottish, I think. Or Irish. But his accent I was like, Oh hi, hello. Oh, oh hi. <laughs> oh oh hi. Ahoy there. Ahoy, ahoy. Banana. Stupid. Um shaped. Okay. I It's yeah. one of. Okay. I know. I know what it's from. Okay. But, uh. But you people were afraid that you're gonna keep going forward on time, which I, I was like, it. you're gonna get to, like, World War II and it's not gonna be good. Like, they were already in um, World War One and Flash Forwards? Yeah. Which, that's fine to yeah. me. If it's a Flash, it's not a whole game and it's whatever. Um. Wait, no, go back. Back. I've been wanting Egypt. Also, had. it, Churchill and I? Wanted. Egypt or somewhere in, like,. Far East Asia for, Right. Forever. So so what they did instead is they just jumped all the way back. Good. <laughs> Far back. Nailed it. Far back. Nailed it. Nailed it. Oh, I, I like, can't wait. Right. Oh, my hot, precious boy. It's going great. My beautiful Sobek. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. main character. Assassin. Whatever his name is. I don't care. We're not. I don't not, know what his name is. is not. going to be on the podcast. It might be. Now that yeah. you said that. <laughs> um, so you learned something, Hayley. Uh Yeah. Did you enjoy all of Oatman's story? I mean, it's very sad, but... So funny. I love it. But uh, it's interesting. Aren't you, aren't you glad, listener, that you brought us into your car with you? To learn about the Oatmans and yeah. consistent mistakes. Yeah. Didn't you enjoy that, Todd? Just like Stephen. Okay. You doing it again. <laughs> but at least with people we know are listening. Yeah, those ones I know. Um, uh, isn't that great? Lane. But I also love... He'll love that. Um, I love that uh, cause, like, just, just throughout the whole beginning, it's like every time there's a decision to make, their dad makes the wrong one. Yeah. And it causes their whole family to die. Yeah, he lost the game of life. Yeah, he was very bad at it. Every time. Mm-hmm. It's like, should we stick with the giant group of Mormons or should we go with the 90 people across the whole country? Let's do that. And Let's I'm like, that no. And then he's like, that's a mistake. Just, like, give yourself, like, take a breath. Think about it. And then he's like, should we, you know, go the safe route or should we not listen to them at all? Let's just do what we want to do. He took the shortest route through the Choose Your Own Adventure book that leads to death. Yeah. Which is usually what I do first. Mm -hmm. Because I like to get to the death first. But he didn't, like, keep his finger on the previous page so So he can go back. he's just screwed. He's He's just screwed. He's lost. He can't... He has to start reading all over again. He's in until dawn and he's going to have to play the video game all over again except for he's dead and he can't. Except he's, like, the first one to die and the second. And just the whole game over. You can't reset your PS4, Royce. You just have to throw it out the window. Yeah. But you can't because you're dead. Uh, Yep. And so is your family. Yeah. See, that's what... bothers me a lot is i'm like this is the problem when the dad makes all the decisions (laughs) he doesn't ask for directions (laughs) he gets you all killed he makes the the people that live there angry he doesn't give them tobacco and food all they wanted was a cigarette and you couldn't nope i mean he was mormon and that's what happens (laughs) listeners how dare you? Uh, no, you should always carry cigarettes. No, yeah. you should not. Yeah. Don't you, listen to her. Don't smoke it, but just like, no. like what's his name in Cold uh, Nurse no. Stars? It's no. Like, the whole point is that you don't smoke Stupid. it. Stupid. <laughs> I hate it. It's very pretentious. It is pretentious, but so is that I mean, yeah, John Green, but yeah. I still like it. And That's why you should always carry cigarettes with No. You. That's not the lesson from the book, and I'm sure John would agree with me. No, 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 not that book. That's just me. That's Haley. That's your prophet Haley saying, Uh, carry cigarettes. Your prophet Haley now. (laughs) Ah. Full, full circle. Oh, comes around. Back to the cult of me. Well, thanks for listening, even if this wasn't the funniest episode ever. um, I hope you learned things and you can share the interesting life of all of Oatman with those around you. Just show them that picture. That's how you should stare. Yeah, just show them the That's picture. That's why I showed you the picture first. Yeah. Because it's so surprising and odd and cool and you You want to know about her. Immediately. When you, when you see it. Right. Which is why she does lectures. That's why I want a tattoo. Anyway, do you have anything to say to the people before we go? Um... What kind of tattoo should I get? Email us. Email and us. And tell Haley, um... Our email is hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail.com, which, if you can't remember that, is on our website and our Facebook page. There's even a button that just says send email. Everything is linked together. It's all one thing. It's all one. We don't need your phone number. Apparently it says send your phone number. We're not going to call you. Sorry. Yeah. Because it's weird. It's Uh, not required. No. Uh, You don't need to put your phone number. We don't want to know your phone number. It's very awkward. We're not going to read it. (laughs) But, appreciate if you do it anyway. Yeah, we love to hear from you. Our website Uh, is (laughs) hystericalhistory.simplecast.fm Woo! Yeah! Uh, Where you can listen to all the episodes. Don't be kidnapped today. Yep. It's good. Always listen when people tell you there are murderous things ahead and to go the smart way. We should start doing, like, morals of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Don't listen to your dad who wants to go the route that's quicker, but you'll die. You're in a death country. Don't call your dad. Beg your mom to talk to him. Yeah. Uh, Tattoos are cool. Mental illness is not. Yes. Marry a cattleman a wealthy rancher who becomes a wealthy banker a cool ranch boy it's like he got yeah he had one of like the most profitable jobs and then got the most profitable job banker mm-hmm. and i'm like look at you fancy boy you fancy boy anyway bye 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 bye, bye. bye. bye.